0: You're listening to the special Comics Pals review of Black Panther, the movie. Um, all of us got the chance to see it yesterday. Today is Saturday for us. And uh, well, I guess Kale saw it uh, some other day. I saw,
1: it, I saw it on your Wednesday.
0: Oh, my. I saw it on yeah. Thursday, oh, too. Oh,
2: but.
1: Okay. So, so, only... so hopefully, hopefully I remember <laughs>
0: Yeah, We all saw the movie. <laughs> we saw it on some days. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to get into it and we're going to tell you everything we think about it. But before we do that, um, I want to do what we always do with these, which is start with guessing how the movie fared on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So what I want you guys to do is tell me the tomato meter score and the audience score and whoever is closest on both wins nothing.
2: And we do. We always do closest without going over, right? Yeah. Jeopardy rules.
0: Yeah,
3: or d- prices. I, right. I, I think I might have. I think I might have seen it. Um. All right. Uh, so, audience score ninety eight, and then critic score I think was ninety seven.
2: Okay. See, now I am nervous because I don't want to go over because I think it's ninety eight for both, but I feel like that's high.
1: I feel like critics are gonna go ninety five. An audience I think will be ninety-eight.
2: Alright. Just to split just to split the vote and try to win, I'm gonna say ninety-six on both. Alright, well you're all I don't actually think they're both at 96, but I wanna see.
0: <laughs> you're all big losers. Big time <laughs> losers. Because the um critic score was a ninety-seven. Ooh, I got that right. And the audience score is a seventy-four. What? Oh, I wondered if that
1: was gonna factor. 10. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I, I win for critics. I just want to point out. Just,
1: you just, win for you win for no. Dicks. I win for critics. Also, you five. said
3: you said ninety-six. I said ninety-seven. Yeah, it's exact. closest
2: without going over.
3: It. I didn't go over. I got it exact. Oh, fuck!
2: I thought you bitch. said ninety-eight. Damn it! Damn it!
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, and obviously, the audience score. We've we've talked on the show, the main show. The comics pals about the manipulation that people were doing. Yeah. I so forgot about this that. This is, this is very skewed. Um, audiences are very, very high on this movie. I'm sure if this were reflecting actual audience scores, it'd be closer to a 90s something. So, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I think the fact that it's, that people are actively trying to fuck with it and that it's still in the seventies probably speaks volumes about how high it is naturally.
0: Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, so let's jump into our our spoiler free portion of the review. Should we even do a spoiler free? Because if you if you clicked on this, like I figure you, I,
2: I yeah, let's do spoiler free, but just keep it really brief. Like, sure. If you want to just hear our thoughts before you go see the movie, if you haven't, if you didn't catch it opening weekend, right? Sure. Um, go for man, it. Man, I, I love this movie.
3: Can I go first?
2: I fucking yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: So. Uh yeah, I really like I really like this movie. I was like really hot on it. It was um I felt well crafted. Um the writing was really well, the direction was really well. I actually have a bunch of notes that uh like will bring up later of just like things I noticed. Um and yeah, all the characters I think were very sympathetic. I really felt for almost everybody and that's impressive for a film to like really make me care about almost every character. Um, so yeah, overall, this was a, this is a killer movie. Um, I definitely recommend you go see it if you haven't already. I mean, I don't know why you haven't, so go do it. And I don't usually praise superhero movies, but you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> cool. um, yeah, I echo all of Marco's sentiments except for the troll part Ooh. at the end. Um <laughs> Ooh. 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 Uh, oh. oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, it was great. Th- it's fantastic movie. <laughs> um like I think even if you even if you're one of these people who has superhero fatigue, Ooh. right? And you think the Marvel movies are played out, like Black <laughs> Panther's good.
0: I love that Pete you you didn't did you catch No so. Nope. <laughs> But you not like selling them. But you joined in with us.
2: I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so that I wasn't totally that. I thought.
1: <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought no, it was. I thought it was like a wrestling thing, and then I went, "No wait, Phil's not here. What is it?" No, it's And named Then bro. I remembered.
2: Oh man, it's whatever. That's that's. There you go.
0: Cool. Absolutely. Uh, kill.
1: I, 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 let me let me let me say it first. I I did really really enjoy this film it's very well crafted Uh, exactly like Marco said every character has um, something for you to root for they have they all have skin in the game Um, uh, the character of Shuri is a masterpiece she is an angel Um, for me though uh, I'm not a fan of Black Panther Uh, I think he's cool I think he's you know he's he's just not for me um, and so when I came out of this movie I I don't I wasn't as high on it as I thought I would be uh, and I think I think that stems from just not really caring about Black Panther um this movie didn't make me do that either um yeah
3: had yeah, a similar experience that, similar
1: uh, that said uh like a it's it's a fantastic movie um broad strokes it's it's a narrative you've seen before but what makes it unique is the setting and um the way that this narrative is is told uh so yeah it's uh, michael b jordan also is just oh man the best the best villain
2: yeah, I, I think him and uh, him and Danai, uh I think it's Denai Guerre- Guerrero? Um, but yeah, I, I think they both had particularly standout performances. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was like really phenomenal. and, On and I, I think level. my biggest criticism is I wanted more of him, you know? I think his plot was super interesting, and I would have liked to see it get even more developed. But you only have so much time, and this movie was already super long. It's like over two hours, so huh. –
1: yeah, we we'll talk about that because I do have something to sort of say about that. But uh, cool. yeah, uh,
0: so for me, I I loved this movie. Um, there wasn't anything I didn't like about it. I could have watched this movie for like several more hours. Um, I thought everybody did an amazing job from top to bottom: director, writer, actors, every actor, every. Everybody, everything was top notch. Um, the only argument you can make for something being less than stellar is some of the CG stuff uh, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, um, but other than that, man, like, wow, unbelievable! Um, Michael B. Jordan delivered a knockout performance. Um, Chadwick Boseman, like, I, whew, man. You guys are saying you didn't come out of this like loving Black Panther. I don't know how. Like, what an amazing job he did, and what a story for that character. Um, Just hats off, like hats off to Martin Freeman. I thought uh, his character was awesome. Um, Just, just everybody. Like, I can't, I can't say enough praise of this cast and this crew and this director. This is a story. That can appeal to every kind of fan. But it is it's a it's a black movie. It's a a black movie and it, it speaks to a lot of issues in our communities and it hinges on some very heavy questions about our community and about who we are across the world. And for them to have been able to tie that in to a superhero movie that's incredible to me. I was blown away by that. And we'll talk more about that later, but I I I was I I I'll tell you guys, I cried during the entire movie. That's awesome. Like
1: yeah, and like for, like you know from from my position like this movie was for you like I'm you know a white kid from Texas like uh, like it was a good movie for me but it wasn't for me you know so I you know I I a hundred percent applaud that like I'm so glad it's there for you you know
0: I finally got to experience what it's like when an entire experiences catered towards you specifically uh and that was hugely impactful it was impactful to see every face in the movie practically looking like me looking like somebody i know look you know uh and it was impactful just i'll tell you guys real fast walking into the theater and sitting down and seeing that so many of the people in the theater looked like me sitting down and people coming into my row families uh, large groups of friends and them walking by me and saying hey uh, enjoy the movie you know like have a good time uh, you know like how you doing I felt so comfortable I've never felt that comfortable in any public space I'm being so real right now I have never no, felt yeah. so comfortable it was incredible. And watching the movie and being able to just be in tune and knowing that everybody there is is having the same experience. See, hearing the fucking trap music start playing and seeing everybody's head nod in the whole theater because we are all <clears throat> loving it. Like, it, it was just incredible. And, um, yeah, we can get into the spoiler stuff. But I just, I just, yeah.
2: Real quick, uh, just the thing you said about the music spurred a thought in me, um, which before we move on to the spoiler stuff, the fucking soundtrack is f- awesome. And like, I'm, I'm not a, a fan of, uh, of Kendrick's stuff in general. Um, but I, I think he absolutely fucking slayed it. Like, I, I felt this, like, the soundtrack is so good and like, so appropriate. Just like, in terms of like, I feel like most of the Marvel movies, their soundtracks are super disappointing. Like, none of the themes are very memorable and i don't feel like they often feel like very impactful and i feel like just the way that every piece of music was tailored to the scene that it was being used in and the way that like reoccurring themes were used is like this is the one of the only marvel movies where i've ever like actually felt like that was positive um so i like i wanted to call that out too
0: huh i don't think it didn't work for you yeah i don't think i agree with that um- Oh, I dug it. Dude. The, the the parts where it was the the music from the actual album those were great. Like yeah, the, yeah. The, the actual a couple scenes. Chem- yeah, but <clears throat> those. Yeah, they only used that music in like three three scenes, yeah. three or four sequences. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the soundtrack was the same bland Marvel stuff. They stuff. just added some like African sounding drums and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That were yeah. that were clearly done by a white guy who was told to do that like i didn't really <laughs> there
2: was there was at least like one or two scenes where i i agree with you um i remember there was like that one establishing shot where it was like nothing but drums and i like, it felt like it was kind of like that felt like a little bit like that to me like a little on the nose but i feel like the theme that they used for um uh for killmonger that was like the kind of orchestral things like set to that like really dry like you know um electronic drum kit I was like so into that Um, like I felt like every time that like he was walking to that like it felt like very like kind of I don't know like kind of like ominous it worked for me
0: I didn't come out of this with literally any hummable like music
2: yeah and that's that's fair like I feel like a lot of their music is it's like so atmospheric and just like modern movie scores you know like it's an orchestral part but i can't like think of the part like what really stood out to me was like the the drum track you know
0: yeah so uh let's let's just give should, should we give our ratings nah we'll say we'll save the ratings save those yeah
1: all, yeah i mean they're all high
0: a's so they they're, they're, they're yeah. going to be good yeah right like we we loved the movie we were high on it yeah so if you haven't seen it yet and you care about spoilers? Jump out now. Come back later. If you don't care about spoilers or you've seen it, stick around and let's 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 do it up. So let's jump into the spoiler portion of this review. Um, let's 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 do the the broad strokes because I had no clue what this movie was going to be about. I knew it was obviously Black Panther. Uh, I assumed that it was going to deal with the fallout of his father dying in civil war, but I didn't realize that it was going to be about, you know, this country that has some big problems now that it's destabilized because the King died. And here's this, you know, young Prince who's liked by everybody pretty much. Um, but isn't a King and hasn't had that experience and has this internal conflict about how to be a good King. Um, And then is now confronted with the realities of the failures of his father, who he thought was perfect. And those failures sort of becoming manifest in Killmonger, right? In Ulysses Claw. And how their influence over the film corrupts everything that seemed to be good about Wakanda. But really it brings to light what was wrong, but no one was talking about. And... That is just that. That's like such a big, heady story that really is reminiscent of a nation under our feet, which we just read for our book club. It's it's a very similar story and plot in the in the broader sense. Yeah, some of the characters have different jobs, but it's kind of similar. Uh, It's funny, like it being rooted in family, like actually made me like it a lot more.
2: Like there are so many things about. This movie that I would ding other Marvel movies for that worked for me here. Like the fact that it is like, hey, he's basically just fighting an evil version of himself. It's like, yeah, but when that's his like estranged cousin who's returned to take the throne and the mantle from him, like that's awesome and poetic. Instead of it being fucking Obadiah Stane building a giant Iron Man suit, Tony. It's like, you know, it's or, or a fucking abomination or something like of just it's the same thing but with bigger spikes you know like
1: i think i think it works better even than thor and loki because in michael b jordan's character we like we we're grounded in a reality you know yeah. and like it's he's empathetic an un- it's an unfortunate like very real uh part of the world you know um And it's not, it's not something that we can just brush under the rug, you know, as, as like, oh, they're just, they're just gods. This happens.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's also the difference of like Loki's a spoiled child. You know, it's like he, like he had love and companionship and was accepted in this world, but wanted to be like, well, I'm an outsider and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you're just mad that you're living in your brother's shadow. And like, this is different. Like he was a victim. You know, like he he had his father taken from him and like, you know, I like seemingly like his whole like like I they didn't like I, obviously he had a mother, but like we didn't ever meet her. And like, you know, I, I don't know, like does the implication I kind of got was that he started on this quest after his father died. Right. And that he became the weaponized man that he is. So it's like he's totally a sympathetic character, even though he is a bad person, like with, you know goals that are
0: are um you know maybe not uh not good so uh i i thought that killmonger was the best character in the movie which is weird to say about a marvel movie um and you can see how intelligent um ryan coogler and uh I'm forgetting the guy's name, but Cole, his last name's Cole. the right the right the people who wrote the movie. you can see how intelligent they are because uh Killmonger, like the Joker, um has the capacity to change the main character fundamentally. It's not just I have to beat them to get to something. It's I have to beat them, but actually though, there's something about what they were doing that I actually have to address. Like, Killmonger wants, he wants Wakanda to positively impact the lives of black people around the world. And in the end, even though Killmonger does die and is defeated, that still happens. He's yeah, very right. He's, he's very much like a Magneto in that his methods are very questionable, but you can make an argument for his perspective. He's an extreme version of Black Panther, like Magneto is an extreme version of Charles Xavier. There's a lot of of parallels there, and it was very smart to make him that way because Black Panther, throughout the whole movie, is trying to maintain the status quo, which is Hmm. what all superheroes are trying to do for the most part. Captain America wants to beat Red Skull because Red Skull's bad. That's it. Red Skull has nothing of value to offer Captain America. He's just a bad guy. Whereas Killmonger changes Black Panther's perspective. That's a rarity. And so um, that, in addition to the fact that Killmonger actually represents uh, a, a couple of things that are very resonant for me as a, as a black person and for just the black community in general, he's failed by two worlds. He's failed by America, right? And how black people are treated. But he's also failed by Wakanda because they didn't recognize him as one of their own. So he was abandoned. He had nothing. And on top of that, his father dies, which is a horrible thing, but if you, like, remove the fact that he was killed and just the fact that he's not in his life, that's what a lot of us go through. That's why I've lived like that, you know? Um, and that's what happens. The, the rage that he has, the way that we see that he has no time for bullshit and he's just really about his business and he's killed so many people. Like, remove the murder and just think about the anger and the rage. That's what, that's what we deal with, you know? And so he's a perfect product of what it's like to grow up as a young person in black America and obviously we don't turn into mass murderers but it's an extreme thing he's an extreme character because he's dealing with an extreme circumstance but that circumstance is our lives. You know, it's our, it's, it's, and that's what makes it so crazy is that when you watch it take place, it's like, wow, that's so extreme. Oh my God, how horrible. Well, guess what? We're all living through that. You know, and it's so in your face. Um, go
2: ahead. Yeah. And, uh, th- that actually reminds me of something you said in the spoiler free section that, um, to me, I think was, is like so like important about this movie, like we talked last week about the impact of black Panther. Right. And, um, you saying that like having an experience that you felt like was 100% tailored to you in that way. And then also does such a good job of using these characters to illustrate and talk about, um, very real issues in a place that is, um, like, you know, safe, right. Like to, to talk about it through art is like so important. You know, and uh, and I and in the way that you said that you've never ever felt like you had an experience that was so tailored to you in that way, um, I I think I'm realizing how I've only had experiences that were tailored to me in that way, and it was like getting to see something that isn't that uh, really spoke to me because I'm like this like isn't for me, but I, but I'm getting a lot out of it, and like that to me is like that's what art's all about. You know, like that's what it should be about, um, is expanding your perspective uh, in a place that's safe, right? Like conversations are hard, but like learning something from a piece of art isn't. And um, that to me was like one of the things that really made an impact on me was like not only was this just like such a good, enjoyable movie on its face, like I i walked away feeling like I really um, – I don't know. Like I, I, really got to get a window into a perspective that's not my own, you know, and that is like so rare.
3: Yeah, and um, the, I felt like the the culmination of all of that was at the at the very end, um, where they go back to the like the basketball court, and the ship flies down, and then there's that one kid that just like sort of doesn't go over to the ship and he looks over to um to Shichala and he's like who are you and like that that moment for me that that hit me i was like whoa dude that's like that's like the classic superhero thing of just like whoa who are mm-hmm. you like admiration and just like yeah. i i yeah. can see myself being you and that that like brought everything together for me
2: That made me cry that moment. And it was because I literally had the thought of, I was like, dude, there are like so many little black children across America that are like having that moment right now. And I was like, this is so beautiful. Like, this is amazing. It's so cool that this actually happened and that it's so good. You know, like
3: (laughs) it was, I mean, it was, it it wasn't even like kids. I mean, like not even kids. It was just millions of black people throughout the world. Like to like, to Sean's point.
0: Uh, I was gonna save this anecdote for the end, but it, it's relevant now. When I was walking out of the theater, there was a, a young black man, my age or younger, who was walking and said, "You know what? I I want to start a business. Like I wanna I wanna have a a, a black owned business." And I was like, I realized right there, oh my god, this is the power of narratives that show your people and strength.
2: I'm I'm like, I'm tearing up like that's like, that's beautiful. That's so, yeah, that's so cool. That's so special, you know, like, and (laughs) that's like, that's the power of heroes, man. Mm. Yep. And it's so like you said, it's so important for you to be able to find somebody who is like you, you know, is like the hero that that looks and feels like you. Um, and I just hope that I hope Black Panther opens up the door for more characters like that. You know, more opportunities for people that don't look like fucking Spider-Man or Captain America or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um. So let's let's jump back into talking about the movie. Uh, it, it starts Black Panther off in a very interesting place because he his father has died. I think they said it was a week prior to the opening of the movie. And um he kind of he's going to become the king right he's got to go through this ritual and the movie i've i've seen people saying that the movie starts off slow uh i disagree with that because i think first of all i think that it needed to I mean, it's a whole new world. It needed to really kind of bring you into that and show you what that is. But also, it had action and it had exciting moments. Um, the ritual fight between uh, Mubaku and T'Challa was cool. That was it was so awesome. good. It was Very that. Cool. Go ahead.
1: Ooh, and even even the the opening fight with you know where we see Black Panther yeah. whoop up on uh, you know all of the uh, the 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 gorilla fighters the or whatever traffickers. Um, yeah. The traffickers, yeah, yeah. thank
2: you. Um, they uh, that was <laughs> that was dope. That was dope, and it's funny because that, and then the scene later with with the car. I leaned over to my friend who I was seeing it with, and I was like, "This is the best Batman movie I've seen in like ten years." <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. that scene in the beginning, I was like, "This is so fucking, it's so Batman right now." Like he's just in the shadows and just picking them off one by one. It was like so cool. Yeah yeah um I love that every action sequence had like its own flavor too you know like like they're like except for when they redid the ritual like everything was so like there's a selfie scene there's a car chase there's you know it was it was definitely like it was cool since
3: um since we're on that that scene in particular uh i I noted that that first ceremony happens almost around sunrise and the second one sort of happens around sunset um where he loses the power um where, where he loses the the crown. Um and then I don't know if you guys noticed but the the colors of each of the tribes are um I I the, did
1: notice the colors. I didn't.
3: So there were it was uh white, I think it was white or yellow, um uh, red and then green and purple and um largely there was a blue one too. Oh, blue. Yeah, sorry. Blue ones. Uh and and largely the uh like the color those colors specifically within uh within africa like purple represents royalty um green is the uh the earth red represents blood and uh outside of that like sacrifices that have been made and people who have been lost um and the white and gold um uh, oh uh minerals that that is like prominent in uh in a lot of african flags um so uh, there's just like like little things like that that I was like oh it's really cool colors, um, and I just I I took note of that and dug into it a little bit. So it, it's a lot of the the stuff that they did was really cool. Hmm.
0: I'm sure that's deliberate too, yeah.
3: No, yeah, hundred percent.
0: Right, I think it does an excellent job of setting up um, some of the all, all the characters, honestly, um, and I think that the first chunk focusing on Claw and introducing Killmonger. All that stuff was very, very good and, I thought, very dynamic. I, speaking of Claw, um, I really, really liked his character here. Uh, he's an amalgamation, or not an amalgamation, but, like, he's not quite like the comic book version. Uh, and we know that, of course, from Age of Ultron. Uh, but I just love the fact that they leaned in on him being crazy and zany. Uh, it made Andy Serkis was so good too you could have reasonably made a movie where he's the main villain and that would have been fine Uh, yeah Yeah. because he did such an amazing job and as a character his connections to Wakanda and everything else like all very deep Uh, and another thing that I I did want to note was that I love that they don't say how he lost his arm if you know you know if you don't doesn't matter
2: who cares? Yeah, it's not relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, and I think, uh, to your point, like, I think the fact that he was such a compelling villain um, made, like, to me, the thing that really made like Killmonger, like, the first moment where I was like, oh shit, with him, is when he shoots his girlfriend and then goes and kills um, you just said his name, yeah, yeah, Claw, and it's like, that was such a like, you know, I, I had thought that like, oh, this is like his squad. They've got like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. This guy's his like right hand. And he just wipes them all out because it's like he's a man on a mission. And it was like that was so that that's such that's a thing that could have been that could have fell flat. But I feel like the fact that they used him so well up until that point, like his death had so much meaning for me. You know, like it was like, oh, shit. Like
0: and and it was also longer is like a bad dude. Right. It was also a thing of. Black Panther didn't get it done, right? And they've been chasing yeah. him for 30 years and no one can get it done. So who is this guy that he's able to do?
1: <laughs> well, and like, you know, uh, so T'Challa promises, you know, um, uh, what, Wakabi, what
0: was, I think. Bobaki. Was it yeah, Wakabi? Yeah, I think it was Wakabi. 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 he yeah. He
1: promises, he'll, he promises him he'll get it done. And then when he can't, you know, he says, okay, yeah, obviously uh, you know, it's been you guys have been chasing him for 30 years I don't know why I would expect any different from you I was like I've been king for a day could you give me a day
2: that was my thing dude I was like dude well copy's like kind of an asshole (laughs) like in the beginning he's like dude I've got your back like like if you said to go fight the world I'll do it and then it's like he fails him one time it's like dude I'm sorry like I
1: I understand where you're coming from but like I've been here a day
2: it's like him being mad in that moment and saying that is fine. Him betraying
0: him the next day
2: for a stranger—it was like, dude,
0: what? Like, you guys are supposed to be friends. It's because his father was murdered, and I know. And like, I really—I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, here's a country. No, yeah. Like I said,
1: like I get it. Like,
2: yeah. I was just upset with him. You know, I was like, dude, <laughs> how are you gonna do that to your buddy? Like, give him a chance.
0: <laughs> Um, and and his character, I first of all, I loved I loved his character, and I love the performance of uh Daniel K- Kalua Kaluuya, who wasn't Get Out, he was the main actor in Get Out, which I didn't know uh-huh, uh-huh. until it was pointed out to me. Um, oh, really? You never saw Get Out? No, I didn't see Get Out, but I also didn't know that oh. it was him, Sean. You gotta see that. Oh, it was real good, yeah. It was You'd real like good,
2: it. yeah. I, I love him, he was great in that, and seeing I didn't know he was in this. So I was
0: like, "Oh, like awesome." And so his And then he broke my heart. His, his character <laughs> being sort of like a minor character, he had a a whole arc. And that's what that's one of the major things that I wanted to highlight with this movie is that everybody pretty much has an arc and there are very few characters you can point to and say man they really like underserved this character i felt like ramonda was one of those uh she's his mother black panther's mother she didn't get a lot to do which i was disappointed Mm by um yeah i love angela bassett i love angela Mm -hmm. bassett and in the comics uh we you know we read nation under our feet She's very much his advisor. She's his advisor, he trusts her, and she's she deals out ju- justice and judgment. She's like a like uh a, a judge, and they didn't really go into all that, but you know, you can only do so much.
1: Yeah, there wasn't really room for it.
2: Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Ross was really the only other character that I felt like didn't really have that development, you know, um agent Ross. Yeah, like he didn't have like a storyline. Like he was, he was a fun supporting character, I thought, but I didn't feel like he had the same level of narrative that, like, you're talking about that we saw for the people that were really close to Chichala for the most part. All, all had a had a good
0: arc. Well, so number one, he serves the same role as Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman, in that he's the POV <laughs> character. Uh, but beyond that. He has a clear arc of being like, I don't care about Wakanda specifically. I'm an agent, and this is what I do. I was your handler during the Civil War situation, but now, like, you know, don't don't get in the way of my operation. He goes from that to being, like, in wonder with what Wakanda actually is and what they have, and then caring enough to put his life on the line for them and showing that he was willing to keep that secret and not have to be killed or coerced in any way. He he fell in love with who they were. And when he does, ho- you hope that the audience does has done so as well. And I thought that... That's a good point. I, I thought that he had a very sort of clear... I feel I like I, I... I'm sorry, go ahead, I, I
1: I agree with you that that's what we're supposed to get out of it with his arc in particular i don't think that came off super well um his we don't get to see a lot of his wonder at wakanda i felt like we do see him wake up in shuri's lab we do see him kind of uh interact with the the tech before you know the end where he's in the you know the 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 fake jet or whatever um uh, but basically before killmonger takes over really we'd see him interact with shuri in a way that's like the skeptical adult um i didn't really see a lot of like the the wonder of wakanda that you're i feel like that the train scene
2: was like that you know where he's like They're talking about the magnet trains and how all that works, and he gets to see the vibranium mines and stuff. I definitely, I I see what you're saying, Sean, with, like, he's absolutely supposed to be, like, the American viewer's, like, POV of just, like, this is what it would be like if you saw Wakanda for the first time, right? But, like, I I guess what I meant by that was I feel like a lot of the minor characters have, like, bigger, um, like, arcs that feel, like, more emotional. But I, I see what you're saying where, like, it is more about what what we the uh you know white american audience member are supposed to get out of his journey there you know um but i I also feel like uh just to take it back to the point that you were making like i, I was more saying that in relation to there are a lot of very like personal like people who have like you know um you know like uh, like what's her name? Uh, Denai Guerrero's character, um, Okoye. Okoye, like her, like arc about like her her role and her devotion to her country and and to the throne, right, and not mm. specifically to T'Challa. And then like um, Nakia's arc of like not learning to not reject, uh, you know. This this life that she thought she didn't want, and, and learning to stand by her heart, right, and follow her heart, not run away from those things. Like I and and again, like even um, uh, Wakabi, like him being such a minor character, but having such a major emotional arc about the death of his father and the betrayal of what you know, what I guess I assume to be one of his oldest friends. Like that, all feels so much heavier than the stuff we saw from um uh Ross. That's that's all I meant by that. But yeah, I, I I didn't think about it in the way that you pointed it out, and I can I can see I can see that.
0: I would I would argue <laughs> Oh man. I would argue that <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you gonna argue? <laughs> <laughs> that You're like gearing up for Everett it. Everett <laughs> Ross has a more clear arc than Shuri does. Oh yeah,
2: I think so. I don't think Shuri has a has a big arc. Shuri's just super likable, you know. I feel like Shuri's just like a fun character. I don't. I don't she's, think she has a big arc. She's
1: anymore. the sort of the the uh, she's the geek sort of in the, the chair. Well, the future slash uh, modernist versus traditionalist character. Yeah, right. That's true. She does like serve That's that sort role. of her, yeah. And I don't. I don't think she kind of. I don't really feel like she lands on either side, really. Other than we got to get Killmonger out of here.
2: I I feel like she was like kind of a more positive representation of what um, Killmonger's overall message was, right? Of like like that the i feel like a big theme of the movie right is the old way of thinking was flawed and like traditions are are fine but what's important is wakanda and the culture not following traditions and if the culture is evolving like let it evolve and i feel like she was like a kind of a positive representation of like the future of wakanda and the more like modern youthful generation that we saw kind of clashing with some of the more traditional people because like you even saw that like in the when they had that shot in the um the streets and everything like there was a lot of young wakandans that had like you know blue hair and like had like backpacks and like more modern kind of like clothing and and style and stuff like that and uh, presumably values which i thought was uh interesting
1: well and also also like the you know the the dichotomy there in in that street marketplace scene or whatever the dichotomy of like you know uh, holograms and 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 the 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 beads or whatever versus weaved baskets you know
0: sure what are those that was one of my favorite parts that
3: was the, the best, that was amazing oh my god
0: <laughs> dude,
2: she was just so likable like I, I just, I feel like almost all of her jokes landed, Yeah, you know like
1: was that, a, she was do you think that was a Vine reference, have you seen yeah a yeah, that was, was. No, that is.
2: that's definitely Holy a Vine
1: reference that's what yeah, that's it was definitely
3: a Vine
2: reference. <laughs> which is like pretty funny I um, thought I would have
1: to explain that
3: like <laughs> wow no
2: <laughs> Uh, and it, it's funny too because like it's it's like the nature of you know we were like talking about how movies get made so far in advance. It's like it's kind of a
0: dated internet joke, but uh, well, it actually, it works uh, because Wakanda's so insulated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. And nobody um, likes Crocs,
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I I thought that she was um, a character I would love to see more of. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hope that we see her involved in. uh I mean, obviously, she'll be in Black Panther too, right? But I, I would love to see her take a more um, active role in uh, in T'Challa's adventures. You know, like how we a lot of times we get like the little peeks and nods at the supporting cast and the bigger stuff. I'd love to see her take, still have that role for him of like being the person in the intercom kind of thing. Like, you know, um,
1: I hope I hope we get to see her smart off to Tony Stark and outsmart him. That'd be good.
2: Dude, I uh, I Very, heard really cool. um, on my, my favorite podcast, uh, uh, Kind of Funny has like a thing that they're – they, they always do reacts to these movies, right? And they were talking about it and one of the things they brought up was like how cool would it be if they made her like the MCU Riri Williams after like Tony dies in Avengers 4 and then we see her become, you know, Iron Man for a little while and then, you know, maybe become her own hero or something. Um, that would be cool.
0: Uh, huh. Interesting.
2: It's like I don't know that I necessarily like want that, but if that's the direction they went, I'd be like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it. Like she she was cool. I liked her. You know, she was super likable. So, I'm down for anything that gives her more screen
0: time." Yeah, I think she probably overall comes off the best in terms of the uh hero characters, the the non-villains, um just because not only is she so likable, but you can you can definitely uh relate to her as like this like kind of younger sibling who you know she's just a troll like she's just she's super smart and she's nerdy but that's accepted there and she's kind of like super into the internet and super into you know western culture and what's going on over there and stuff like that and she's fun she's having a blast you know um, but then she also gets down and dirty, which I really loved at the end of the movie when she puts that on those fight. like shocker gloves or whatever. Man, those, yeah.
1: those fucking blasters are the bomb.
2: Dude, I had the exact same thought though. when I was like, yo, what is she? The shocker? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. so good.
3: Oh, maybe but, that's where he gets yeah. his tech. Like, it escapes outside, wasn't it? The, no. no. They got it from,
0: the, from aliens. From, from the, the, oh, the,
3: yeah, that's right. Okay. The, shock, that's the right. Shockers tech
1: is You're a right. lot shittier than Wakandan tech.
2: Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it yeah, would actually
1: work if it were Wakandan tech.
2: Well, yeah, and, like, you could see it was making a dent on the, uh, the Panther armor, which says mm-hmm. a lot. But, uh, yeah, I was, like... I don't know, man. Like, they, I was like, yo, I wonder if we're going to see, like, now that they are doing the whole, like, okay, Wakanda's going to, like, join the world and, like, share technology and stuff. Like, I wonder if we're going to see, like, Iron Man's next suit be, like, upgraded with uh, some of that tech. Some of Shuri stuff. Like, some of the, you know, vibranium. Yeah. Always possible. That would be so cool. Uh, I really hope we get to see those two characters interact before, uh, you know, I'm sure Tony's not going anywhere, but, like... I feel like our RDJ probably is and like I would love to see the two of them get to like meet and like talk shop in at least one scene. That'd be a fun fun thing.
0: Marco, why why are you smiling right there? No reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 uh yeah. So one of the one of the things that is really impressive about this movie is the way that it places women in power and it's not in any way, um, it's not amazing. You know, it's it's not shocking. It's not amazing. It just is what it is in that world. That's what it is. All the Dormalage are that's that's the so w- the Golden City, which is where like Black Panther resides. That's where they're all at. The Dormalage are the army that protects them, and they're all women. And um, Okoye is the general. And that's just what it is. They never, ever, ever bring it up in a way that's like, "Hey, notice this." It's just it is what it is, and I really appreciated that fact. It was so cool that they that they treated it like it was normal. Oh, and sure, was their like like head scientist, like you know, and she's
2: like a teenager, you know. Um, but yeah, man, like. <laughs> You know, I know we, like, we gushed about the, uh, Amazon scenes in Wonder Woman, but like, oh my God, the scenes with, uh, it's Okoye, right? Okoye. Okoye. They were fucking awesome. They were so cool. That, the thing with the, the car chase where she like, did, that was like fucking incredible. And like, I, like, can we just real quick, how, how many people fucking died in this movie? Because, like, they were fucking icing dudes, like, left and right. She stabbed so many people to death with that spear. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of which, what do you guys think about uh, that whole sequence? Because a lot of people have said that the movie picks up when they go to South, uh, South Korea. Um, what do you guys think about that whole sequence? So, I, I I, we kind of got away from this, but, like, the whole, like, it being slow.
2: Like, I don't think the movie ever, like, picked up. Like the beginning is slow. I don't think slow is a bad thing though like it was it was giving us it was building, and that building like it all comes full circle in the end, so it's it's totally well spent like i that scene was fun. that sequence was good,
3: yeah, I mean, uh, like for me, I didn't think I think the movie was paced like pretty much perfectly, like there was no nothing about it that was lagging, there was nothing that took up too much time, everything had its moment and in that scene in particular, I thought it was a good scene. I mean, there wasn't much more to it. They played one of the – that's one of the only scenes – actually, no. The, that's one of the only scenes that they played uh, – I forgot what song they played. It was one of the Zachary, Zachary songs.
0: When they get into the club, they're playing Pray For Me and then during that's the it. car chase, they're playing It's Ops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dude, that scene was really funny too. Where Andy Circus is like, "Yo, like turn that shit up," and then the music like gets turned up, and I was like, "All right, that's pretty good. I like that."
1: <laughs> I like that he has a, a sound. He's a soundtrack rapper. <laughs> so SoundCloud, yeah, that, was good. that fucking kills me. Was
0: coming out, I, I, oh my god, that was brilliant. Uh, Kale, you seem to maybe disagree that the movie. You, maybe you think it was slow.
1: Not well, not necessarily slow. um so first let me let me address the south korea scene i i i enjoyed it i i feel like a lot of uh character moments happen there i think a lot of plot points happen there that we we needed to see um but i did like overall in terms of i guess pacing and and timing and i i'm not, I'm not making an opinion about this because i don't exactly know how i feel about it um for me like the the climax and like the rising action of the battle it was just fucking it just fucking happened Uh, like it was just like he you know they wake up T'Challa and he you know he he says fuck you to his Black Panther ancestor ancestors or whatever and then alright I got my magic suit I'm out it was just like it was just like oh really okay we're, we're, we're doing this
2: I didn't I didn't feel I, that
1: way. I I I don't feel like I'm not saying it was constructed badly. I'm not saying like all the all the building blocks were there like it totally made sense. I just I guess I expect I guess I expected more to come from that.
2: Mm, okay.
1: I guess I feel like I feel like in anything else we would have seen like a 30 minute stealth scene or You know, where he's got to break into the kingdom and break out, you know, uh, but none of that really happened.
2: I honestly think that there's a stealth scene that ended up on the cutting room floor somewhere because they made that back to the future joke about the silent shoes. And then that like never came to fruition.
1: And that, yeah, that was one thing. But yeah, all of a sudden Black Panther's running, you know, running to fight Michael B. Jordan. And that plane comes down and I was just like, oh, oh, okay, here we are. Let's fucking go then.
0: You know what? Um, I actually had similar problems with the final fight that I did in the comic book, A Nation Under Our Feet, in the sense that the final fight didn't feel big enough. Yeah, it didn't feel grandiose. Uh, And it's not that I need there to be thousands of things happening on the screen in order for me to be satisfied. It's just that they're supposed they're giving us the impression that there's a civil war happening and there are all these tribes with you got to imagine there's millions of people in Uganda
1: but there're like six there
0: exactly there's like, like six people yeah. are fighting yeah and, and I don't understand why the scale was so small when everything else about the movie was so big that really threw me for a loop
2: yeah um and to take it back to the uh the South Korean thing I feel like um this isn't like a criticism of it but uh one of the things that I think bothered me a little bit about the movie was I I think that, and again, this is a thing of, like, it seems like an issue of time. Um, I, I feel like we could have used at least one more, like, big scene with him in the suit. Like, I feel like we spent very little time with Black Panther, like, actually being Black Panther. You know, like, I feel like of the big set pieces, right? Or not, like, set pieces, I guess, but, like, the big, like, action moments are... The, um, the, the, what is it? The ritual, right? Which is small, good, but small. The, the next one is South Korea. Wait,
0: wait. There's the, the first one where he fights the human traffickers.
2: Right. Okay. So there's that, but that's, again, that's another kind of like smaller moment. Um, and it's not very long. And then there's the big South Korean car chase. That's huge. And then the end fight scene, which is like not bad, but not like it wasn't like it didn't blow my hair back like that one scene where where it's the two of them fighting mid air is super cool and then i feel like the train f- was not as exciting
0: for me there's also a second ritual fight so there's five there's Yes, five fights in the movie which i think is an appropriate amount uh cuz this movie had to establish so many characters, such a huge problem i'll be honest, I thought even the world I thought they packed in the equivalent of like three movies into one movie you could have you could have expanded this and made this into a trilogy if you wanted to, and I think that there <laughs> i think that because of that it does it does feel slightly condensed, but that also makes it feel uh really like there's a lot like like the movie's really moving and so you stick with it which I appreciated because I don't want the movie to have slow and boring parts where they're clearly filling time this movie could have benefited from 10 minutes instead of shaving it off we always say yes. this movie could have been shorter this movie could have been longer uh, it was 2 hours and 14 minutes it could have easily been 2 hours and a half and I don't think I would have noticed it um, but I, like, ultimately, the only place that I feel like it really... Like, you could make an argument for its suffering is just that we lost Killmonger and we didn't get enough of him. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they killed him. Like, I, I don't... I would not want
2: to see another narrative with him as the villain. I don't think it would have worked. Um, Because I think the whole thing of, like, him being right and T'Challa learning from him was important. And I don't think you can, like have that cake and still make him a bad guy in the future. But I also don't think he can be a good guy. So I, I, I like that they chose to kill him. Um, and I think his death was good. Like I, I liked, I liked that scene of like him finally getting to see the sunset, you know? And like, that was a cool, um, again, very poetic kind of moment. I think, um, for a character I really liked. And uh, I agree with you, though. I would have liked to see more of him. I would have liked his story to get more time. But again, like, you know, (laughs) my big criticisms are I want more. I want more. I want more. And like at a certain point, that becomes bad. So I would rather wish this movie had 15 more minutes than be upset that it could have been shorter. You know, so these are complaints, but they're not really complaints. They're really more praising for the things I liked. You know, and that I would have liked more of it. I think, I think the longer director's cut version of this movie, like, might actually be the 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 version of it. You know,
0: if yeah, if we do ultimately get something like that, um, yeah, I hope we do. <sighs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, I'd watch it, and I usually watch those things. So we kind of touched on the action, and we we called out the action scenes themselves. Um, I felt like. This movie had some of the better action that we've gotten from uh, MCU movies. Uh, I think that the ritual fights were very cool because they're stripped down. And I love that. And there are no other characters who have ever really given us that kind of fighting before. The closest thing that I can think of is when Batman fights Bane, and in the, the very first time, and they're just. Punching each other like they're just beating each other down, and there's no blasters, there's nothing cool, it's just two people beating each other up. This was even better than that because it felt very visceral, and they're they're you know they're they're wearing just shirts. And they're just going at it. And in the first ritual fight between M'Baku and T'Challa, you have the spears, uh, the, 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 the soldiers who have the spears out. And they're pointing at them. And it feels very intense. The camera zooms in. And it's very close. And you feel... fucking hanging off a waterfall. Yeah. And, <laughs> like- yeah. And I, I really, really loved that. Uh, I thought I thought those fight scenes were very cool. Uh, I thought... I felt the second one was not as impactful. I didn't oh, I didn't like it as much fool. the second time. What? The one with Jordan?
2: Yeah, what? like really. Yeah. No, and, and like seen. and it wasn't and it it wasn't um their their dialogue was still really good for me, but the fight I I wasn't as into the second time. Um and I, I don't know if it was just because we had seen it before, but yeah, like I I wasn't at it felt um it was just a little slow. Like like the 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 way that I don't know the momentum of the fight like just really didn't land for me that time around as much.
3: I see what you're saying. Um, like like that that. I, but I, I mean, but I mean, I guess that that that's sort of like that was the the reason that it was like structured that way was because it was about the shift in power yes and so like it it was it was for me at least it it was fitting like that that scene was super good and that was a really strong fight for me because you see um like everything changes from the first fight over to the the second one like everything about it was there was so much more at stake but they decided not to show like the entirety of where they were before, everything was much more closer because this was no longer about just the country. It was about like it was it was a fight between Killmonger and it was a fight between uh, T'Challa. It wasn't it wasn't about Wakanda at that point, and so like it was very close in. It was very like shaky cam, uh, and I, that scene worked on so many levels for me. And
1: I don't think I don't I don't even think Wakanda was there. It like I feel like it was just like the council, you know, uh, because it was, it was, you know, probably so spur of the moment that, mm-hmm. you know, they were, you know, and they didn't think T'Challa would lose.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like T'Challa seems less confident in the second fight too. 100%. Like he goes into it, like he's hot in the first one, you know? And like, I think that, and you're, you're I'm not saying that the scene wasn't effective, but as a, uh, an action sequence it was less engaging for me the second time around. Because um, I was I was so into the choreography of the first fight, you know?
0: Uh, I, I feel the exact opposite. The first fight yeah, it yeah, was very obvious who was going to win. And even though it was cool, like, yeah, okay, Black Panther is going to trounce this dude, and he's going to become the king. With the second one, I had so many questions, like, okay, hold on. He can't lose this fight. Right. Oh, see I and Yeah, I thought he was. But if he yeah. wins, then he's dead. Uh, and if he wins, then Killmonger's the king. And if Killmonger loses, then he's a scrub. So how do they get around this? <laughs> and then they had and then they had the balls to go there and have him lose and do that. And I wanna point out that this movie does something that no other superhero movie that I've ever seen has ever done, and it's that it strips masculinity down, because in the first of all, just the notion that in order for T'Challa to fight and become the king or defend himself as the king, he has to lose his power. The thing that makes him superior to other people has to go away in order for him to defend his country. To me, that is so. There's so much meaning there as a, as a man. Uh, And then the fact that his whole council is women. How many men in our actual world would accept that? Not a lot. The general's a woman. Uh, Like, there's so much that, that calls into question. Like, Black Panther is a vulnerable human. He's a vulnerable person. He literally gets buried alive in order to go and see his ancestors. Think about the level of comfort and vulnerability he would have to have to let a tribe of women... Everyone there but Zuri was a woman. Let him, let them bury him, you know. Uh, and then he dies practically. He basically dies. He loses that fight. He gets cut down, and he gets thrown off a waterfall. When have we ever seen a hero in a movie that vulnerable before? I, I was thinking about it. The only example I could think of
2: was um, Batman. In, in mm-hmm. the third Dark Knight, yep. but even that's not the same because it is that he gets stripped of his masculinity. But the answer is to become bigger and tougher and stronger and go back and fight. You know, and like, yep, yep. this isn't that. Like T'Challa doesn't go through a fight sequence and chain, train to kick his ass. Like he he, it's a spiritual victory. You know, um, and yeah. An emotional he uses
1: one. he uses the same equipment he always uses. You know, other than you know, like in their second fight, he uses the same Black Panther suit he's used through the whole movie.
2: Right. Yeah, and, uh, and they're on equal footing. Because, yeah, it's like if Killmonger was stronger than him as regular men, he's the same amount stronger than him with the same suit and the same powers. So it's like there's, you know, it's, I, I like that. Like, I, I like that it, it isn't, you know, it reminds me of Doctor Strange, right? Of Like, it's not about physically dominating the opponent, even though that's what it is. Like, he beats him in a fight. But it is that like he uses his mind, right? And he and he uses the fact that like he is he's the righteous one, you know, and like he he has to win because he has to he has to win to see um, the right thing be done. And um, that that was cool, you know? And, and again, having it be that moment of him going and yelling at his father, who we know he loves so much and he's so devoted to and, and being like, you were wrong. Like, you did the wrong thing and I need to right you're wrong. I need to fix your mistake. Um, that was really powerful, I thought, you know? And, and uh, I, just one more thing about his um, – the theme of T'Challa being sensitive, I think, is is a through line, right? Of like the first time he meets with his father, what does he say? He's like, he says, you're a good man and it's hard for a good man to be a king, you know? And and like he does talk, like it, it's reinforced throughout the film that T'Challa is a good, kind and, and merciful man, you know? He spares manate, right? He spares and he says like, your people need you, like I don't need to kill you, like don't make me kill you. Right? Like he's not a bloodthirsty, hyper masculine fighter. Like he's uh he's a knight, you know, he's an honorable warrior.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't he like there's a difference to me between his code and the code of, say, Batman. In a sense of he's not he's not he's not, not killing you because he doesn't want to be that. He's not killing you because it's not right. Because there's value to your life. Even Killmonger, he feels like, he tells him, we could still save you, maybe. You know, after everything. After after he killed Zuri, like, after everything that he did, he was still willing to save his life. Um, because that's who he is. That's who he is. Batman is preventing himself from becoming, from leaning into what he reasonably could be. Black Panther cannot be a murderer. He can't be that person. And, and that's, the, that's the
2: interesting thing is you could argue, right, is like Batman doesn't kill because he's afraid it'll reveal his true nature. And like T'Challa's true nature isn't that at all. He's not a killer. He, he can kill because he knows that he's not going to become a killer right like he'll kill if he has to but he, he takes no pleasure in it. it but he's a king and kings have to make tough decisions and if somebody needs to die to protect his people or his country that's
0: what he's gonna do kill go ahead
1: uh yeah I was just gonna say uh, pan you know the black panther does what he does for Wakanda um it's it's that same argument as the scene with um Okoye and um uh i'm sorry what's uh uh the blue guy's name
2: oh uh not Mbaku, that's the guy you called
1: wakabi Wakabi. Mm -hmm. uh you know uh he says you would you would kill me right now you know and he's like she's like yeah absolutely for wakandi you bet your ass but like you can see in her face she's like but please don't make me
3: Yeah.
2: yeah 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 God, dude, I, I thought that she was a, a really standout performance. Like, everyone's talking about Michael B. Jordan. Don't get me wrong. Michael B. Jordan was the breakout character. But, like, I think Denai Guerrero is a phenomenal actress. And uh, she fucking stole the show from the hero side of things for me. I thought she was so good.
0: Well, and and that's a testament to how strong this movie is, is that there are several characters who steal the scene when they're in it. And mm-hmm. lots of movies have that one person, like – uh, people always say that about Robert Downey Jr. or they always say it about Loki. But I would argue that there are like four characters in this movie you could say that about. And that's huge. Yep, yep. Dude, I even felt that way about M'Baku. Like, I really liked oh him. Goodness. Like, man is
2: like a fucking dick in the comics like most of the time. And it's like, he was so, like, I loved that whole dynamic where they go to them for help and then it's like, they offer him to be the Panther and they offer him the power that he wanted and he turns it away. And he he does the honorable thing, you know, and it's like, and it validates that decision that, that T'Challa made of, like, sparing his life, right? Of, like, and then that whole, like, you know, that thing where he says, like, oh, like, you're the first Kane to come here. And he's like, well, I like I can't, I can't fucking be responsible for what all the other kings have done. Like, I'm the new king, and this is how I'm doing things. And that's, that's the whole theme. And I love how it comes true through every conflict that he has, you know, is that, like, this is the new way of doing things. And, like, you know, I don't have to be enemies, you know? Like, we can stand, like, as Wakandans, as brothers, you know? And it's, like, that's powerful. That's awesome to see these two, you know, um, warriors Put down their swords and fight a, a, a real threat. It's like that's that's what it's all about. I
1: what what sort of bothered me about that though was it was it was very much uh, a sort of and and we've seen this trope over and over, but it, it, this is the first one that came to mind first is uh, uh the um uh in Flash Gordon, you know the um the uh, I can't remember, now I can't remember his name, but the the leader of the hawk people um you know he he tells flash no, there's no way we're gonna invade um uh Ming's palace and and then he's like ah, f- fuck it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a very tried and true trope, and anybody who's seen movies knew that maku was gonna come and help you know I, 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 I'm cool I, don't, that.
1: I kind of felt I kind of felt yeah I like it, it worked out fine it I had to right like yeah but like I, I, I feel like it would have just been better to just have them make this the thing that brings them together and go into the fight
2: yeah I see what you're saying like have him not refuse or,
1: yeah or maybe maybe not necessarily make it better but I, I you know I feel like it would have it it would have been less obvious and like you know, it would have added a li- even a little more, I think.
0: They wouldn't have had to lean on a trope.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean.
0: Um, yeah. So I, I do want to talk about the central conflict of the movie as it relates to the perspectives of Killmonger and Wakabi and um, actually in Killmonger's father uh, at the beginning of the movie versus the perspective of traditionalism that all of the Black Panthers have traditionally embodied um, and that uh, T'Challa supports throughout the majority of the movie. Um, What do you guys think about that? Do you think that both sides were presented uh, reasonably? And were you ever swayed away from uh, T'Challa's perspective? So what I
2: liked about T'Challa's perspective is that it evolves. You know, I I don't feel like I identify with his perspective for most of the movie um, which is maybe kind of what fed into um, the feeling that we all expressed of like, not necessarily like walking out of it, like super high on, on black Panther, the character more the overall story of, and the film Um, because I, I, in the beginning, right? Like he is kind of like you said, he's status quo. Right. And like originally that, he, he gets pushback from that from his sister, right? In, in like a playful way. And then it becomes the major theme of the movie of like, no, the old way was wrong. We need to change. We need to evolve. And I get why it's important to watch him go through that development because that's the plot. That's the story. Um, but it didn't I, – I wasn't on his side in terms of like what Wakanda should do for most of the movie. And I think that's why I would agree with you that I felt like Killmonger was the breakout character of of the character that I really identified with the most in that like his methods are unsavory, but um, I see where he's coming from. And it's hard for me to not have some sympathy for him, you know, like it it wasn't until um, like if he had defeated T'Challa and like not continued to be a son of a bitch it would have been hard to root against him. You know, it's like the fact that he immediately is like, burn all the fucking, you know, flowers. There's never going to be another Black Panther and like all this other shit. Like, you know, he's fucking ch- chokeholding an old woman and all this all this stuff. Like, that's the thing that reminds you that, no, he's kind of a, a son of a bitch. Like, he's not a good person.
0: Cool um, motive, though, still murder. Right, that, exactly. That part where he chokes that woman actually really bothered me. Um And I don't know that it's a flaw of the movie. It's just for me. I, 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 I think that decisions like that are made to be like, hey, uh, here's a reminder that he's still a bad guy. Um And I don't think that people are necessarily that black and white. I don't know that he had to do that. Uh, and if that is who he is, and that's what I mean, that's what they showed us he is. So I guess that's who he is. Fine, but I don't feel like he had to be that. And I feel like he could have been a more, um, he could have been a more, like nuanced yeah, character. He could have been more nuanced than just going straight to the "I'm a complete piece of garbage." You was, you're supposed to hate me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think uh, Ross paints it perfectly you know he says this is exactly what these counter insurgents do they go in they burn everything and yes. they you know and i just like I, I don't know it made sense to me
0: if it was yeah it felt like killmonger being killmonger if it was if it was uh saudi arabia yeah okay this was wakanda and
1: he, uh, well i mean that's where he served like he, he's using the same tactics like it doesn't it makes no difference to him
0: i know that but what i'm saying is that He's supposed to have a personal connection to this versus elsewhere where he doesn't really give a damn about the people. Uh, So if you're telling me that he doesn't care about the people of Wakanda, then why go through all the trouble? If he does care about the people of Wakanda, then why take that kind of action?
2: I, I think I think we were supposed to feel that he didn't really care about the people of Wakanda. He cared about like the greater black community you know that he was like well fuck you all because you don't like you're the ones who have been sitting here on your in your ivory tower like while you know your people are suffering
1: Um, and 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 I'm actually surprised it didn't go further like especially uh, you know the next scene where he's in the council room You know, and they have the big argument about whether or not it's a good idea to spread, you know, vibranium and and, um, you know, everything across the world. I'm actually surprised he didn't do worse there.
2: That was kind of the thing I I remember feeling like a little bit uh, like weirded out by was like how and I guess maybe this just speaks to the like the traditionalist nature of a lot of the council members. But like how everyone's just like, well, he's the king now. You know, and it's like, and like, literally, like, and it's like, I get it, he won in ritual combat, but it's like, he's also an outsider and all that. Like, I, it felt like, I I felt like I, 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 I was surprised that so that so many people were just willing to just step in line. And like, I guess the implication is maybe that they're afraid of him, too, but like, you're telling me that the whole, what's, what's the name of the guard again? The Dora Milaje's. Yeah, that the whole Dora couldn't take him out, you know, or assassinate him in his sleep. <laughs> but that's what happens
3: in... Sorry.
0: Go on.
3: Oh, sorry. I, it's a, I mean, that's what happens in, in shake-ups like that. Um, I think I, I made reference to it in our Black Panther review, uh, the, the book the book club, that, like, when you have an exchange of power, I brought up Ecuador, which is going through basically the same thing, where a new president comes in, he has uh placed the vice president in jail, he has brought in new people into the government and the people just sort of go with it because they are part, they're just part of the the, the system that is, that is the country. Like they're, they're not necessarily going to be disrupt their lives to sort of deal with what's going on in some place that they can't directly affect and within the actual hierarchy of power there is just a matter of influence and people going on because like these people like they this is just what happens um and yeah he he is wrong for the people of wakanda and he is wrong for um just the way that he he approaches things but ultimately it is done by it was ultimately it followed the rules like and you, whether or not you agree with something you are like um like a akoya you are bound to that of just continuing your job as well
0: it, it it also it also goes deeper than even that because uh in our in our real world you could make the argument well how come trump hasn't been you know yeah, killed by a military like of course that's not going to happen but then on top of that in within the movie before killmonger even comes into the equation you can already see that there are people who don't agree with t'challa's perspective uh wabaki is or wakabi is already mad at him and then there's an unnamed councilwoman who says uh uh, something... I, I forget exactly what she says, but she's... She's like, we don't need a warrior, we need a king. Yeah, like, there, there are people who are obviously not feeling him. So, when somebody else comes in with a different way of doing things, who won in ritual combat, who is actually half Wakandan, who also is the result of a prior king's disastrous failure and mistake, I could absolutely see why the council would lean in on order and the, and the fact that he did win a ritual and also the fact that he represents change and that he has a rightful claim to the throne. So I think I, I see what you're saying, but I,
2: I feel like there's a few of the parallels that you guys made that feel a bit like misnomers to me. Like the the real world example that you made right of Ecuador, Marco, like you're comparing it to like the people of Wakanda, but I'm talking more specifically about like the cabinet.
3: No, right? yeah, I of, said like that. The, I mentioned that too. No,
2: I know, but I'm just, I'm taking it piece by piece because Sean said that as well. And then again, for the real world example, like when Trump came into the office, right? Like he puts in his own people. And I feel like the fact that like Killmonger shows up by himself, disrupts everything and that everybody just steps in tow is really weird to me. Like that it's everyone. Like if there was one or two people that spoke out and he killed them and- and then everybody stepped in line. That would be one thing. Or if like he hadn't killed off all of the other characters that he had in his employ, and there was someone who was that he brought in as his person. Like, what I, copy I could was that person? See it but right but again like wakabi sided with him and i feel like if it was wakabi and this other woman and one other person that were kind of against him being like okay this is the new backbone fine but it's everybody it's everybody just steps in line and that to me felt
1: uh i yeah i disagree uh the um okoye and then this unknown councilwoman and i think someone else they do voice their disapproval
2: yeah they push but, back.
1: I mean, he's the Black Panther. Dude dude has the like legit he's like superpower and like we just watched him murder T'Challa, like he's the king. At at minimum he's the king. Like I'm not fucking with that yeah, no way. We also like.
0: see the exact same kind of pushback when T'Challa's the king. They're mm-hmm. they're not uh, they're not afraid to speak their minds necessarily, but they're also not going to they're not about revolution. That's the whole point of the movie is that these people are in tradition, that they're they're traditionalist people. They're not going to start a revolution just because they disagree with whoever the king is. The very fact that they can have ritual combat to determine who is the king, that it could literally be anybody, that tells you everything you need to know um baku could have been the king. he's a jabari land person they're not even involved in all that so they're not they're not worried about that they they don't think the way we do so it's hard to you can't really apply like how we necessarily think to how they're behaving sure. i guess
2: but like you're right but then there are like inconsistencies at least again for me right even within that because like There are characters who feel the opposite of that. And it's granted, it's his sister and his ex-girlfriend, but there are characters who do break away from that. And then also, I feel like in terms of the traditionalist thing, he's also talking about breaking their biggest tradition of being isolationists and by putting vibranium weapons in the hands of people that are not Wakandans. And like, yeah, there's people who are like, no, that's not our way. We can't do that. But like, that's it and like everyone else is just like this is what we're doing and it's fine and I, that that to me felt like strange
1: well but i mean again like it's like the tradition in within these traditionalists is not to go against, revolt the, king. against the king
0: yeah that's yeah that's fair and and also um nakia being willing to go against what uh, Killmonger wants, she literally says, I loved him. I loved T'Challa. That's her reasoning. Shuri's reasoning is that's his, that's her brother. Ramonda's is that's my son, and they don't feel safe because they were related to him. Uh, Okoye is like, well...
2: They're I'm also the, both, like, futurist characters.
0: Yeah. Okoye is like, well, I'm the general. What am I going to do? Abandon my... You know, like, there's just... There's so many reasons why they would agree. Um, but, so... <clears throat> To, to, to move the conversation along, I felt like the perspectives uh, that the movie wants you to see, wants you to notice were very well developed uh, I thought that Killmonger's perspective and his father's perspective to Jobu are there's a level of real world conflict there that was very resonant for me uh, as an example is a tough example, but when black people get rich, they move to places where there are not black people. They move to places where white people are dominant, right? And they don't necessarily do a ton of stuff that we're aware of to help in the communities that they left behind. So there's always that question of, well, how come 50 Cent doesn't do more? How come Jay-Z doesn't do more? How come Kanye, this one, that one, the other one, right? And so Wakanda is in this position of, we have all of the resources to end poverty for black people across the world and give them the opportunity to be powerful enough to rise up if they so choose, right? And their perspective is, well, why should we do that? Uh, we got where we got because of who we are, because of what we do. You guys are where you're at, but that's a different situation. And that's not gonna help us. So, like, what does it do for unnamed black, you know, rich person to help other poorer people, right? There's a real conversation there that does take place in our communities, and I feel like that was extrapolated. And placed into this movie that made it something that I could really connect with because it's a real thing. And that also really empowers Killmonger's perspective of, wait, whoa, you guys have all this riches, all this power, and you're seeing your own people suffering and you're going to let that happen? That's BS, especially since they let his dad die. Right, which is the connective tissue. It's the parent. It's the father. It's the it's the familial relationship that really, really drives it home to make it relatable to any human. Um, but when you look at the way, and this again, this gets very deep. When you look at the way that, like, if you are white and you go to like Europe, you're not getting weird looks necessarily. Like you just you're just there, and you can be a person, and you can you know, feel sort of comfortable. If you're black and you go to Africa, Eh, you're not the same. If you're black and you go to Haiti, you're not the same. You know, it's, it's, it's not the same. And that was really resonant because there was a clear distinction. It was very obvious that the Wakandan people don't see black people elsewhere as their people killmonger does because he is both and that just was huge to me and it was cool that by the end of the movie t'challa adopted that perspective of like we gotta help uh universally and we have to do more and i just i love that it wasn't like the first place he went was Compton. the first place he went was or rather oakland um like the first place he went was a place where there's so much devastation. And like the history about that is well documented. But like. That was just. So, I just thought that was so impactful. And. Uh, the last thing I really want to say on this. Is that. Only. A. Black. Director. Only a black writer. Could have gotten that. Into a superhero movie. That features people dressing up in costumes. And punching each other in the face. That's the only way you get this. And it proves. The point that we have to have more voices in that space, because that was what I needed. You know, that was what I needed, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So, what about everybody else?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, this movie is a real standout for me.
0: I. Uh,
2: I. I. I've made the mistake of of being real hot on movies coming out of them because they hype me up, but I like I've spent the last, you know, this is day two removed from the movie. And the more I talk about it, the more I, I reaffirm how I feel about it. And like, I don't really, I don't believe that there's such a thing as like a perfect 10, but I'm like real inclined to give this movie a 10. Um, I have so few complaints with it. And a lot of the ones I have, I recognize are nitpicky, you know, like, and, and in terms of like, you know, action, the, the plot, the characters, the, the soundtrack, like it succeeded across the board. I think the visuals are phenomenal, you know, like uh, aside from some of the CG issues, which, you know, I think I would agree with your criticism, Sean. I think like the, the overall look, of Wakanda and the fashion and just how it just looked like it was somewhere totally new in a way that like you don't see very often you know and uh I I was just really blown away with it and it it resonated with me in a way that um I I just I think speaks to its its universality despite the fact that it wasn't for me like it is absolutely a black movie but stories about fathers and sons and legacy and right and wrong and heroes and, you know, are are universal. And I think, like, realizing the ways in which we are the same instead of the ways that we are different is really what we need now more than ever, you know, at a time where I do feel like people are so divided. um, And I, I think having art that that can do that for people is so important you know so i think as as much as the primary reason this film is an achievement is because it, it is finally something that is made for the black community i think it can extend beyond that and really like hopefully like have the people in the audience that don't look like everyone on screen think about the fact that, wow, so this is what, then maybe this is what it feels like to be a black person in every other movie. And maybe it brings us just a little bit closer together. You know, I think um, in, in the post credit scene, T'Challa has that, that line where he says, you know, like a, a foolish man builds walls and, or, you know, and, and a, a wise man builds bridges. And I think that um, that's my takeaway for this movie, you know, is I, I think it, that message is, is strong uh, throughout it, both as a piece of art in the context of the real world, but also just as in the piece of art. And that's so rare. You know, and I think this movie you should said it last week, Sean, this movie's a moment. And um, the fact that it resonated with me, like, on such a level of just it being a good piece of art um, on top of that, is, you know, that's the best you could ask for. You know, I, uh, I you know, I, the jury is going to be out, right? I'll have to reassess how I feel about it in a few months. But, like, coming, like, in, in it right now, talking about it after this, you know, two-hour discussion, like, I'm inclined to say that I think it's the best Marvel movie. You know, I, I think it's definitely the best solo Marvel movie. And the only ones I think come even close are Avengers, the first Iron Man, and then, like, Cap 2. And um, so even if it's not the best, it's certainly in the top five um, for me anyway. I I think this is a a truly in the upper echelon of superhero movies. And uh, even if you are burnt out on superheroes, that this is something a little different. And and I, I don't think it's something totally new. You know, I think that there is a universality to the story that you've seen in other superhero movies. But it's the way that it's told and the perspective from which it's told and how it's told that does make it something that is fresh and is unique. And we need more of that if if this genre is going to continue to survive um, and thrive. So I, I think this movie is uh, – a must see, and it's it's definitely something that I think is going to be looked back on as a, a big moment in in cinema.
0: Uh, I agree. I I, I did want to talk about the the cinematography and the direction before we like really close so out. good. Uh, Marco, why don't you take us away with that?
3: Um, I really like the a lot of the visual symbolism. Um, so a lot of it was around dirt and the ground and earth uh, every time that they would do anything like even the electronics like part like the holograms would come up from like these particles of like almost like dust um, which is really sand sand, sand. and it was really cool like whenever they would bury um, a new Black Panther like you would come up out of the out of the ground Um, so just like that kind of symbolism was really cool Uh, very poignant the direction itself for me like nothing super stood out uh it was it was just well done like there were there weren't necessarily a scene where i was like oh that was like a really cool thing actually no that's not true there was one where killmonger uh he's walking up and the camera's like upside down it tilts and it Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. catches that was awesome it catches like Mm -hmm. a really nice angle where it's like it's like sideways Oh, no, not sideways, but, like, diagonal, and it catches Okoye, like, in the middle with, like, a really menacing glare, and um, so th- that was that was a cool moment, as well, just from a directorial standpoint, and the way they used that, uh, the camera to sort of just, like, flip everything. Um, Everything's turned upside down. Yeah, um, and, yeah, the uh, bringing it back to what I mentioned earlier, just the, the visual elements with colors, as well, um, within within certain scenes. So, when they were in South Korea, a lot of, like, the Reds and then within the actual, um, uh, the, I guess, club?
2: It was a casino. Yeah,
3: like an underground casino. All that stuff, too. was really cool. It was very, um, everything was just themed very well and very appropriate to the, either the scenarios, the situation, or the setting. And that was a really nice synergy.
0: What, what did you think about the way the astral plane was portrayed?
3: Um, playing, yeah, I think it was the ancestral, ancestral. Yeah. yeah, um, I was like, <laughs> I thought it like, was that's a Doctor Strange thing. <laughs> um, for it to be in the dark like that was really cool. It, like, obviously, that's where you know Jaguar or Jaguar's Panthers uh thrive. I think that's where uh the Black like Panthers. That's where they, they thrive in that sort of environment. But it also relates back to the like day and night, um, where every time there was a transition of power, it was during the sun. There was a moment where there was um, there was sun, and um, I forget. I no, never mind. That's Japan, the land of the rising sun. Never mind. Um, I thought there was a connection there, but no. Um, but that that sort of day and night between. Um, what would happen within the actual, uh, what was happening in, in the real world versus the, the ancestral plane was nice too, because it, w- it would also just break and you could see what each character was feeling inside. Um, so I, as to how it was portrayed, I thought it made sense in the context of like the larger themes, but it also just made it for allowed for more human moments. Um, with it, with, for each character, or at least for Killmonger and for T'Challa specifically, like it, it, made for a little human moment where they were just with with themselves, and they were sort of with somebody who had such an impact in their lives.
2: I uh, I really like the color scheme there. Like, I liked that it was that kind of like um, very like you know Jack Kirby esque kind of like the really vibrant. Colors in the background, mm-hmm. but like that first scene where he walks up on the tree and you get all the panthers, but it's just like the eyes at first, and that was a really like striking, um, visual just moment, you know, it was well crafted. I thought it, was uh, cool it looked great,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Any closing thoughts before we wrap this baby up? Uh, do we want to just rate it? Let's, yeah, let's rate it,
2: yeah. <sighs> I
1: 9.7 for me, like, I'm hype about this movie like it's fucking solid and the 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 very couple of things that uh, I had issues with didn't detract from my overall enjoyment of of the film as
3: a film Wait, how long do you think it's going to take before the kinetic suit goes into comics and becomes like a superpower it's
1: it I is. think the suit's already it? kind of a superpower. Is like, it? I, 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 yeah, I, I like I, I, It's not quite an Iron Man armor, but I think it is kind of similar.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's new. Oh,
3: okay, uh, I think I think the kinetic.
1: I think the kinetic thing was just a a, a cool way to uh, add a little bit more of a, a technology angle in in these moments when he's at
2: in like a brawl and he's the only one you know yeah i was surprised i was surprised he didn't have like the he usually has the projectiles right that he like throws and they like ex, like explode right like they're like kind of like you know I, I really don't know they're like vibranium like spikes or something like i feel like i remember him like tossing purple stuff that it blows up you know i don't know
0: i'm uh, not sure so marco what would you rate it
3: Oh, um, I'd give it like a 9.5. Uh, the only thing that like took me out in some moments was uh, Chedwick's acting. Um, there was a moment or two where I felt like he, uh, his body language was a little off and he was kind of uh, overacting. Is Specifically in this scene where he was telling uh, off like the older um, Black Panthers, there was like this weird uh, unsettling, like he didn't feel like he was comfortable in that moment, and he was kind of over, overexert and overemphasize on on some things versus it sort of feeling in like inherent.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Go yell at your dad, see how you feel.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: see if you don't overact. <laughs>
2: Marcos never yelled at his dad before. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Yeah, I haven't.
0: Huh. How about you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I,
2: it. I said a nine point seven. Yeah, sorry, Pete. I'm gonna give it a ten, man. I'm gonna give it a ten. I, uh, I I agree with Kale's sentiment of that, like the things that I have a problem with are so minuscule, and they didn't in any way impact my feelings about the film. And when you take, like, when you take it through the the major categories by which I would judge a film, um, I have glowing things to say about pretty much every category. So it's like. I, again, like I don't believe in perfect films, but as far as like you know, giving a ten as a this is a must see, this is a this is a achievement of the genre. Um, that's how I feel about it. So yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah, I would also give it a ten. Um, I was very impacted by this movie. I have never felt this way about a movie before, ever in my life, and I probably won't ever again. Uh, I understand that some of that is obviously going to come from
1: the the feeling. Sort of, uh, it goes away after a while. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Some of that is, you know, based around my connection to it, but uh, also just, you know, as an achievement, you know, doing something that's not really been done quite this way. I know many people have been chomping at the bit to point out. Blank Man and Blade and all those different movies. And it's like, all right, guys, we get it. But this is not the same thing. And it comes. <laughs> Blade at, was dope, but it's not Black Panther, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it comes at a time where we needed this. And it doesn't shy away from that. It embraces that. It tell, and it doesn't, but it also doesn't lean on that. It tells a great story first. It tells a great story first. And primarily, it leans in on great acting. It leans in on great direction. It leads in on great cinematography and boldness. And those are the things that, to me, matter the most. Um, And I think that when you're talking about the MCU, which has been lambasted historically for not being willing to take risks, uh, that's changed over time, of course. But um, there are still moments in almost every film where you're like, ah, you know, that's pretty tropey. Um, And typical of the MCU, I would say that this movie bucks most every MCU trend that there is. Uh
2: And and when it does embrace them, it embraces them in a way that's good. You know, like I I said, like it is still him fighting, like it it is still the Marvel problem of him fighting an evil version of himself. But here it's like it plays into the narrative. Like it, it actually matters. It's not just let's have two people with the same fucking powers punch each other, you know? it's so much bigger than
0: that and that's cool yeah so um so i i to me it's the best mcu movie uh and if it's not you're going to have to present a really good argument because uh i don't know none of them really go the extra mile in my eyes uh, the way this does so uh but anyway that's going to do it for our review of black panther Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Definitely do let us know your thoughts about the movie and about our conversation here that we had. You can always sound off, and we will be um, happy to read your comments on the air. You can get us um, on Apple Podcast Services. um, We're never going to get used to that. (laughs) You can uh, hit us up on social media, where we are at the Comics Pals. You can write to us at TheComicsPals at gmail.com. And if you're on YouTube, you can leave this video a like. Share it with your friends and subscribe to the channel for even more awesome content. As I said, we do have the Black Panther Book Club, which is a companion piece to this because the movie and the book do share many similarities. Uh, And of course, you can tune over and listen to the most recent episode of the Comics Pals, episode 69. Uh, where we talk about, uh, <laughs> uh, where we where we talk about um, Brian Michael Bendis potentially writing a Kitty pride movie and whether that's a good idea. So with that, we're the Comics Pal signing off. Take care, guys. See you next week
3: or next movie review.
2: Next
0: movie review.
3: Next May, <laughs> Aunt May.
0: Oh, Abu <laughs> <laughs> No, I like that one. <laughs>